Hello and welcome to today's Bible Broadcast episode. This is Brother Landon, and we are so thankful that you've taken time to join us today as we continue here in our study of the book of Mark. Today we're going to be looking at verses 32 through 34, and we're going to be noticing some things about these verses. I want to point out some things to you. I pray that it'll be a blessing to you today. Well, Mark chapter 1, the Bible says here, verse 32, And at even, that's somewhere around 3 or 6 p.m., when the sun did set, so it was it was the evening time, and I want you to notice something, is that this is still the same Sabbath day that started in verse 21. So in the life of Jesus, this has been a day. In one day, Jesus has cast out demons in Capernaum, then he immediately went to the synagogue, or he left the synagogue and went and healed Simon's uh, wife's mother, and then now the, the sun is setting, the sun has set, and they are bringing unto him all that were diseased and them that were possessed with devils. So many of the sick people and possessed people here in this town of Capernaum, they had heard his fame spread abroad, verse 28, and they were bringing to Jesus those that were sick, those that were possessed. Of course, last time we saw that Jesus' healing ministry It was a ministry that uh, cast out demons. It was a ministry that healed people of their sicknesses. It it was a ministry that raised people from the dead. And we we saw these things last time. And now this whole town is bringing people that were sick and in need of a healer. And I'm thankful that Jesus Christ is our healer. Now, sometimes people will get a misconception that it is always God's will to heal somebody physically. Well, can I just tell you this, just by way of encouragement, is that if God doesn't heal somebody here on this earth, if they're saved, if God says, okay, it's time for that person to come home, can I tell you that God did heal them? They'll never be sick again. They'll they'll never hunger. They'll never thirst. And we praise the Lord that if we are saved as well, we will see them again. But we see here that Jesus, he did heal. And we know that Jesus was healing at this point in his ministry. And why he did this throughout his ministry was because he was giving credence to the message that he was proclaiming. The Bible said that the Jews required a sign. Basically, they were that they wouldn't believe if there was not a sign that was given to back up what Jesus was saying. And so we see here that Jesus was healing these people. And uh, at this point in his ministry, he was healing all that were brought to him. And so we praise the Lord for that. And we know that today, although Jesus may not physically heal somebody every single time, he does heal them when he takes them to heaven. And so we praise the Lord for that. If those that are saved pass from this life into the next, they have been healed. And we praise God for that. But then notice here it says, And all the city was gathered together at the door. Now this this door, of course, was they were they were still at Peter's house. Remember, it's the same day. Jesus has healed Peter's mother-in-law, and then he steps out the door there at Peter's house, and there's all these people here needing to be healed. And he healed many that were sick of diverse or that's various diseases and cast out many devils and suffered not the devils to speak because they knew him. Now, the book of Matthew gives us a very good uh, added phrase. It's from a different perspective. It's the same gospel. It's not a contradiction. It was just from a different perspective. And the gospel of Matthew 
when speaking of this event, adds the phrase, with his word. Jesus, with his spoken word, healed many that were sick, cast out many devils with his word. The Bible teaches us that where the word of a king is, there is strength. There is power where there is a king speaking. And Jesus, his word was powerful enough to heal and to cast out demons and to rise from the dead. Do you remember when Jesus called to Lazarus, who was dead? He said, Lazarus, come forth. And he came out of that tomb. And that was just with his word. And we also know, as we'll look later, that the word that said, peace be still, those words calmed the storm there while they were on the sea, him and his disciples. And it's that same word that said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. When he was on the cross being crucified, it's the same words. It's from the same mouth, the same uh, the same tongue that spoke here that healed many would be the same tongue that would cry out and say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. It would be the same tongue that would say, uh, Father, why hast thou forsaken me? While he was on the cross, he was forsaken so that I would never be forsaken. We praise God for this. And it, it would be the same tongue that after his resurrection, he would proclaim to his disciples, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. It's, it's the same power that, that he displays here, that when we hear his voice through his word and he speaks to us through his word, it's that same power. When the Bible says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, we can say that it's the same power that Jesus spoke with here. In Mark chapter number 1, verses 32 through 34, Jesus is giving us that same power when he speaks to us through his word. Now, Jesus does not speak in an audible voice. We do not hear the audible voice of God today as Christians. We do not. But how does God speak? Well, he's given us his word. And his Holy Spirit can can impress upon us certain things from his word. But, but there is no audible voice. There is no private revelation, as the Bible says, since we have the word of God. And when you and I read the Bible, when we read the word of God, the same powerful words that were spoken by Jesus Christ are being spoken to us. And I don't want you to take that in a spooky way or some sort of charismatic, mystical way. That That's not any way in which I, I'm taking that at all. But simply what I'm stating is that the Word of God, it is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. The, the Word of God is alive. And when we read our Bibles, the same Jesus that was speaking to his disciples, the same Jesus that said, peace be still, the same Jesus that said, go ye into all the world, that same Jesus is speaking to our hearts today through his word. And I praise the Lord for that. And we notice here that the Gospel of Matthew records that added phrase with his word and just the truth that that encompasses and how we can praise God that he still speaks to us today through his word. And we praise the Lord for that. And if you're not reading your Bible faithfully, if you're not listening to the Lord speak to you through the word of God, then you're missing out. You're missing out on that word, on his words that he has spoken to us that have been preserved for us in our own language. And we just cannot praise him enough for that. And I encourage you that as as we read these the, these stories 
as we read these accounts, these are true stories. And and when you say, well, man, I wish I could hear Jesus speak like that. I I wish I could hear that. Friend, can I tell you that we can. Now, it may not be in an audible voice. In fact, it won't be in an audible voice. But when we open the pages of his word, we can have God speak to our hearts, not in an audible voice. I want to stress that. Because there's many people today that say, God spoke to me. Well, if what you mean by that is that God impressed upon your heart something from his word, well, then I can I can agree with that. And the word of God can agree with that. But if you say, well, God spoke to me in an audible voice and told me something very specific that is not in the Bible, well, well folks, that just is not the case. The, the word of God is where we have Jesus speaking to us. That is where we find his words. And as we look here at Mark chapter 1, verse 34, where he healed many, and then Matthew chapter 8, verse 16, where he healed many with his word, the word spoken by Jesus Christ, that they did not die with him. They live on because they're recorded for us in the word of God, and we praise the Lord for that. And as we look here, lastly, I want you to notice, and suffer not the devils to speak because they knew him. You know, I know we've mentioned this before, but the devils believe and tremble. The devils know that there is a God. The devils know that Jesus Christ was the Messiah. They, they knew this. They believed this. But Jesus, he silenced them from proclaiming who he was. Why did he do that? Well, the Bible gives us many examples where it was not yet time. At this point in Jesus's ministry, it was not time for him to be revealed publicly as the Messiah. It wasn't time yet. Jesus still had things that the Father had ordained for him to do. And we see here that Jesus silenced them. He has power over the devils. He has power over Satan. And we praise the Lord today for his word, for the power that his word has, how it can bind Satan, how it can create the universe, and how he can, through his word and through the precious Holy Spirit, impressing upon our hearts certain things, we can praise the Lord. We can praise God for that. I encourage you today, get in your Bible, read the Word of God, study the Word of God. The Bible says, study to show thyself to prove unto God a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the Word of truth. And I encourage you today, get in the Word of God. If you want God to speak to you and direct your life, He's only going to do it by way of His Word. And if you're not in His Word, then you can't expect Him to direct you and direct your life. Well, we're praying for you. We do hope that you have a good rest of your day. Pray that you have a good weekend, and we look forward to being with you again next week in our Bible broadcast. Have a great day.